0: Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I'm joined, once again, by writer and educator Sam Thiera. In our previous conversation in episode 63, we talked about Sam's journey back to his ancestral roots and what it was like to write his memoir, Lost and Found, Seeking the Past and Finding Myself. In this episode, we talk about the importance of building and telling your personal story, some practical tools to identify, develop, and share your story, and the significance of the acronym CARPE. And now on to the show. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Once again, I'm joined by writer and educator Sam Thiera. Welcome back, Sam. Great to have you back.
1: Uh, Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate being here, and I look forward to, again, being able to share some insights.
0: In our last conversation, we talked quite a bit about your memoir and the importance of building and telling your personal story. So can you talk a little bit about some practical tools for our listeners and how they might be able to identify, develop, and share their story, whether for public consumption or not? But how do we begin to piece that together?
1: Well, the fact is we're all living stories and we have these uh, encounters, we have these situations that emerge, but we never capture them. And there's a way to capture it. And I did a TEDx speech about how do you discover the extraordinary in the ordinary? And that is the whole idea of we live in a world that is very ordinary, routine. It could be we go to the office, we do the same things or around the same things. We walk the same trails and everything. So it's ordinary. But embedded in the ordinary are these tremendously extraordinary experiences, and these become stories. The way you capture the story is through a principle that I created called Carpe. So Carpe diem. But Carpe stands for curiosity, appreciation, reflection, perspective, and experience. Curiosity is going forward with a curious nature. So things will stop you. Maybe you take a different pathway and you find a creek and you sit there. So that's curious. You've stopped. Curiosity. Appreciation is appreciating things for more than what they are. Reflection is adding purpose and meaning towards it. And perspectives. We all have perspectives and we bring our perspectives forward to add significance to our reflections. Reflections. And the last one is really important, which is experience. If you don't capture this as an experience and catalog it, your story will die an untimely death. And I'll give you an example of how you find the extraordinary in the ordinary. And in my TEDx talk, I I basically pulled out a doorstop, a wooden wedge doorstop. And I say, this is ordinary, but I'm gonna make this extraordinary. And this actually happened to me because at the university, the door was propped open with this wooden wedge doorstop. And as I was walking, I stopped. So there's the curiosity piece. I stopped and I looked at it and I was like, okay, there's something here. And I started appreciating, which is the A, for more than what this is. It's more than a doorstop. I stood there and I started reflecting on, okay, what is the significance of this doorstop? Now, the people around who are in their offices, are probably wondering, why is this guy standing at the doorway, holding the door open? (laughs) Is he coming in or is he not coming in? Like what's preventing him? But I I was reflecting at that time and perspectives. So I started building in some of the things that are in my mind about this that added significance to the reflection. And what the perspective was, a doorstop holds a door open for us. Simple, that's ordinary. But the extraordinary piece is What about the people who have held the door for me, who have opened it up and are there? They've become the doorstops in my life. I wouldn't call them doorstops, but they are the doorstops in my life. And I cataloged it and I captured it as an experience. And that's how, you know, it's now a story that I can share people about number one, how you take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. That's one. But two, how we have the capacity to build these stories that you can now share with people. And it could be an interaction that you've had with someone. And it could be a situation that's emerged or something that brings back. And I call these memory triggers. In other words, I have a lot of these memory triggers. So just seeing something triggers a huge array of a memory for me. It could be a place I visited. It could be meeting somebody and, uh, you know, somebody sends me an email and that's a memory trigger to say, oh, yeah, remember we had this conversation and we talked about this and all of that. So it's all about capturing, you know, the curiosity, appreciation, reflection, perspective and experience.
0: That's a, that's a great uh, framework. I love that. It, just a, a, a quick follow up. How does your writing shift when you're in traveler mode on the road? and in your everyday life? Or is there a difference? Do you bring the same level of curiosity to your daily life as you would if you were traveling?
1: Always. I think I've always got this radar on that's curiosity and, you know, all of those carpe things, whether it's just uh, sitting there writing a blog post or whether it's traveling, uh, teaching my class and bringing in stories. uh, I think it's always activated within me and we all have this capacity. But uh, again, it's about just exercising that that writing muscle and that uh, muscle about uh, thoughts and ideas. And then it starts maybe to flow. And, you know, it's, a, it's a, a, in the first book on storytelling I wrote, I give people exercises to say, okay, so an eraser. Tell me something besides the fact that, you know, you've got an eraser. And eventually what I came up with is an eraser is very reflective of my life because an eraser allows us to uh, to remove our mistakes and you know then people are like oh okay okay so then they start grabbing objects and then they start saying okay uh how about this and then I am like okay so what give me something that is beyond the obvious and uh, so it's we have fun with that activity as well
0: that's great and then the last question since you've done this uh with your classes and I'm sure with your mentees as well what's a favorite story either that a student or a mentee Really uh, adopted this practice and and has a robust practice, or there was a story that came out that just surprised you in its depth.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, there's a lot of these stories that uh, emerge, and I think uh, some of it is sometimes really difficult conversations we have. Uh, for example, you know, I've had students tell me they're going through a difficult time, and just being present and sharing this with them, they said, but you know what? I wound up, you know, going for this walk and Sam, I picked up a leaf and you know what? It It's about revival. And I looked at this leaf and it just reminded me that while the leaf has shed, but I looked up at the trees and I know that, you know, it's fall and maybe this is how I'm feeling where things are not going as well, but I know next season things are going to be progressing. I just have to be persistent and, and present in that. Um, you know, So heartwarming stories, because you never know the impact these stories that you have, that you put, uh, share with people, how it's going to impact them. And I mean, my, my classes are rich, full of stories. I mean, yesterday we talked about followership and I was sharing lots of stories about what it means to be a, a great follower and the importance of followership. And it's not just being a sheep. And my students were then sharing stories about uh, about that. And I gave them a little really funny exercise. And I just couldn't even keep up with their replies. Just on identity and about the, the whole story piece. I said, your wrestler name and your signature move. The color of your shirt, the first thing to the left of you. So the color of your shirt is your first name. The first item that you see left of you, that's your second name, your last name. And your favorite food is your signature move. So I was the blue suit. Uh, sorry, I was the blue book and my signature move was the sushi. And I'm just going (laughs) to, you know, and I was going to roll my appointments. And you know what? I was actually going to be very intense and just do the wasabi on them. But (laughs) it was unbelievable, Kathy, how all of them started doing this. Even the shy ones started saying, well, I'm the gray wall and my signature move is the pizza. And here's what (laughs) I'm going to do. So again, we just have fun with these things. And that's really all it takes, you know, just to activate it.
0: Yep. Carpe diem. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Great. Thank you again, Sam. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, great. And I thank you again for the opportunity to share today.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot, and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast until next time be well